0: Now, for the best two hours in radio, it's time for the Varsity Radio Show. Here's your host, Seth Henniger.
1: What's up, guys? We are so glad that you're here. Hey, if you want to see the behind the scenes, the fun, the cool, the unusual things that happen in this studio, come join us at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook Live. We'd really like you to be a part. I'm super excited. I have one of my favorite people in the whole world. Drew Godfrey is right beside me today.
0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to be here.
1: He's fantastic. He's wearing a... He Very says, formal. not so scary. Skeleton? Yeah. yeah.
0: Halloween's around the corner, man. I'm trying to get there.
1: Getting ready. Yeah, I'm getting ready. Got that old school Roll Tide hat. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. Ray Perkins. Also, the man who slides the sliders, pushes the buttons, makes the videos happen... Our good friend, the Willy Wonka of Radio, Stephen
2: Spiegel. What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a great one. We got some uh, some guests coming in today. Play a little football, I think. Isn't that right?
1: Six-man. Yeah. Six-man football. Ooh, a little different. I like you it. You know, we've had football players. We've had flag girl football players. Yeah. Now it's time for six-man. So, like hey, it. let's get this party started the way I like to. Memes of the week. I like this one right here because it just touches my heart. It adds to very great things. It's Jedi It. Love it. It says, may the wee
0: doggie be with you. You've Amen. done that before. No, that was that's, pretty a, good. that's the first time. Actually. Really? It says, my niece turned three today. She asked for a Lion King cake, but specifically the moment where Mufasa dies because everyone will be too sad to eat the cake and it will be all for me. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. That's brilliant. I, brilliant. I think it's
1: a good idea. The Kentucky football team, they beat Florida. That's a big deal.
0: Yeah. That's a real, that's a big, real big deal. That's a real big deal. That's a big win for them.
1: Uh, that's huge for Kentucky. So, in honor of that, uh, Kentucky football celebrated with eating a gator in their cafeteria.
0: You ever ate any gator?
1: I have had gator tail.
0: You know what it tastes like? Chicken. Chicken. Yeah. Chicken. It's good. it's
1: good. Chicken. A little chewy. When you think you said something deep, but you really just restated the obvious, <laughs> right? And I think this is hilarious, because what no happened doubt. right here,
0: Drew? No doubt. We've got a uh, caution wet floor sign in the middle of a swimming pool. I mean... You know. Yeah. I I don't think there needs to be anything said there. I get it. I, I think it's hilarious. Water's wet. Yeah.
1: Don't make me use my before coffee voice. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about
0: coffee? Uh, I'm good with it, man. I like coffee. I, I'm not an every morning kind of guy, oh, but like I, I enjoy it.
1: I'm very passionate about it. In fact, it brings this other meme in right here. It says, cold brew isn't cutting it anymore. I need whatever Blippy starts with in the morning. <laughs> Have you ever seen
0: Blippy? Oh, man. Thankfully, my kids are older and we're we're done with Blippy, but I'm familiar. I mean... That's he, a hard watch for parents. Yeah. Now, now yeah. Bluey, I'm down with Bluey. You're down with Bluey. No. That's tough. Steven, you like Bluey, right? I do, yeah. That's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I thought
1: you did. I thought you did also here when the moon hits your knees and you
2: mispronounce trees sycamore oh oh oh! i see what they did there you mean sycamore like amore (laughs) there you go (laughs) dad joke of the week right there
1: (laughs) you're welcome hey that's meme of the week we're glad that you came to party with us we got lots of things to talk about any moment now we'll have fca moment of the week
2: the fca moment of the
1: week and we have one of our favorite people in the entire world, Candy Armstrong. She's wearing red. She's representing Fellowship of Christian Athletes so well. so That's well. right. High off of her debut at the Point of Grace concert. Yes. So, Candy, what's going on with Fellowship of Christian Athletes since y'all finished your two big things?
3: We have. We finished our golf tournament. And then we had Kingdom Men's Huddle last week. And then we had um, the ladies' uh, message from the mound last night so um those were really good good turnouts um great community um, representation so it was really cool and now we are looking and gearing towards the Iron Bowl prayer breakfast they will be here before we know it so we are in the in the process of trying to get all of that coordinated and getting our speakers lined up and all that good stuff so we will be in coleman county on wednesday november the 16th and that um, event will be starting at 6.30. And that's going to be at the First Baptist Church in Coleman. And then we will leave there afterwards and go set up for Marshall County, which that one will be held on Thursday, November the 17th at 6 a.m. We always have a really, really good turnout with that. And our student leadership from Gunnersville High School, they are just like, they are on it this year. So they uh, will be there helping us and assisting us with that. But that's on Thursday, and then we'll leave Thursday and come back to Madison County and set up, and we'll have the Madison County East and West. We're combining them again this year. That one will be at 6.45 on that Friday morning. Potentially a First Baptist Church Huntsville. That's not confirmed yet, but we're pretty confident that's probably where it will be. So, so, yeah, so that's the big thing. You know, sponsors and our, it's just busy busy and we have a big laundry dinner coming up for our partners in November so it's always good to celebrate them because they do so much for us throughout the year and without them and our board members we wouldn't be able to do what we get to do so we're we're very thankful for them and that's just an appreciation night for them we were in meetings this morning and then some of them are in camp planning as we speak and uh so you know Summer will be here, time flies, as we all know, so they are already preparing for camp next summer. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so That's busy phenomenal. time around FCA.
1: Yeah, you're not busy or anything, Candy.
3: No, just just a little bit, but it's <laughs> good. We love it. I love it. We love it.
1: <laughs> well, we love you guys, and we're super appreciative for you, so thank you so much for calling in and giving us an yeah, update. Yeah. Um,
3: thank you. Thanks for all y'all do, too. We really appreciate it. I mean that from the bottom of my heart.
1: Brit Britt Burns says Bluey slaps hard.
0: Bluey. <laughs> here's here's what I love about Bluey. You watch some shows with your kids and you're like, This is just Man, painful I watch and this. hard yeah. to watch. There's a lot of writing in Bluey that I'm like, that was that was for me. That was a dad joke and like yeah. Y'all yeah. put that in there just because you, you knew I was watching this with my kids.
1: You know who did that before Bluey?
0: Who? Peppa Pig. Yeah, Peppa Pig is... Peppa yeah, Pig is moments.
1: can be hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I, I never thought, like, I just avoided it until one day. I'm like, you know, I'm going to see what yeah. this is about. And I'm laughing. Bluey is the my
0: head off. new and improved Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. Yeah. Steven, is.
1: what's your favorite kid show that you have to watch with your
2: kids? Uh, Big City Greens. Oh, man. Oh. We watched it yesterday. Yeah. Cricket, yeah. And, Cricket and Tilly and everybody. Yeah. Grandma. Tilly and Billy, right? <laughs> <laughs> they good are stuff. the new
1: clampets. Yeah. The new clampets. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. that's a funny show too, man. That's another one of those that I'm like, this is this is for
2: the whole family to watch. It is. Yeah, I love the one where Cricket goes into his own brain. No. <laughs> yeah have you seen that one yet i, I have actually yeah. yes i'm familiar i think recently we watched that one dogs can't spit <laughs> <laughs> that's all that neuron kept saying dogs can't spit that's
1: hilarious i like this news article Stephen. amphibious pitcher
2: <laughs> and uh yeah, i saw that in the headlines that's yeah pretty funny in, stuff. in
1: the headline you sure that's the right word like 80 percent sure yeah mm. print it yeah. Amphibious pitcher makes debut.
0: That means he can pitch underwater, right? That's right. That's, that's right. High. Yeah. That's
1: gotcha. what it means.
2: Hmm. Love it. Were they looking for ambidextrous? Yeah. I'm, that's yes. what I was thinking. His right yeah. hand, left yeah. hand. That kind of yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, I believe that's what they were shooting for.
2: So if you can that's bat from both sides
0: of the plate, you're a switch hitter. If you can pitch, you're a switch pitcher, right?
2: I guess. Okay. The clutch moment.
1: Yeah, this week I want to talk to you about the nine month missions trip. on well, Because school just started i think it's important that we capitalize on the next nine months uh i remember my first missions trip like it was yesterday i i got up very early in the morning we drove to atlanta georgia and i sat in a 747 400 it's double decker plane only to fly for the next 18 hours uh from Atlanta to Johannesburg, South Africa, then to Durban and get out in a place that I never experienced before. Poverty, mm. like I've never seen before. Uh, hurt, like I've never seen before. And it messed with me, you know. That trip changed everything. I was 14 years old and it changed everything. I know, Drew, Drew, you've been to Ecuador and Peru yourself. I have, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Going on those trips, it messes with you.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seeing seeing poverty, like you said, for the first time, you know, that this is not just something on TV. This is how this is people real. really live. Yeah. yeah. It's hard, man.
1: So I'm going to start with this question, and I want you to explain yourself. Do you think you're called to missions? Explain yourself. Do you think you're called to missions?
0: I do. I do. I, I, I think this was something that I didn't understand until... I was probably in my mid twenties. Uh, You know, I think a lot of us, uh, you know, if we grow up in the church, we grow up as believers. We think missions is something that we kind of give an offering to, you know, a few times a year. And there are people that are called the missions, and that's good for them. Bravo, let's help them. But really, kind of in in my mid twenties, the the Lord kind of helped me understand that we all. As believers have a role and a responsibility to fulfill the great commission. That the great commission, this, the sending of us to preach the gospel to all nations, that's for all believers. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, I, I think absolutely. I think John Piper said it uh, best that you know we we all are either goers or we're senders. So we all have a responsibility either to to go to the nations and preach the gospel, or we should be equipping and sending others. And so, yeah, man, I absolutely believe that's true.
1: So good. See, I think Jesus begins to break this down in another way Matthew 9:35 uh through 38 it says Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages at the air, at that area teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom and he healed every kind of disease. When he saw the crowds, I and this is the point right here, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, now it said right there that he was moved with compassion. I see Jesus in this moment, Drew, Hmm. in tears as he's moved with compassion. And he said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into the fields. And so this is, this is a powerful moment right here. And it brings on what I think we need to do. Questions we need to ask ourselves. Am I called? And you said it. God called all of us to go. Go doesn't always mean to a foreign country. Go always starts with where you are now, when you are now. Right? Absolutely. So, Drew, why is it important we make the most of the calling God's placed on us? Because we all have a calling.
0: Well, you know, I think it's because there's no backup plan, right? We we, we are the plan. We are the plan. And you know, and God God doesn't need us, right? Like like we as believers like it's an honor, it's a blessing and a privilege to get to be a part of the work that God is doing and our communities and then and the rest of the world, right? Uh, you know, that's a blessing as a believer to get to share the gospel and share your faith and do the Lord's work wherever it is that He calls you to go. So, yeah, it's not, I don't think necessarily that the Lord needs us as much as like He wants to bless us yeah. by being a part of the work that, that He's doing. You know?
1: So good. The second point, second question I think we need to ask why should I care? Why should it matter to me? If your gospel, and I love this quote, it's powerful. It says, if your gospel isn't touching others through you, it hasn't truly touched you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's powerful, man, for that's, sure.
1: That's good. So why should Jesus inside of you affect those around you, Drew?
0: Well, I think, you know, the Bible's pretty clear that, that when we come to Christ, when we become a, a Christian, that we're a new creation. You know, the Bible says the old is gone and the new has come. And, you know, we have the Holy Spirit then that comes and lives inside of us, and the Holy Spirit is, you know, he, he, he loves people, right? He does. And so we can't help but love people if we're following after the Spirit and we're following after Jesus because we, we love as he loved, right? That's what we're commanded and, to do. And, and so, like
1: Jesus in that moment moved to compassion for that's right. people. Move, that's right. Moved to do something about the sin situation or the right. hurt that they're in or whatever. And the third thing is, who are you willing to lose to hell? And and I made the statement to you in in the barbershop, but I love what Charles Spurgeon says. He said, if sinners be damned, at least let them leap to hell over our dead bodies. And if they perish, let them perish with our arms wrapped about their knees, imploring them to stay. If hell must be filled, let it be filled in the teeth of our exertions and let no one go unwarned and unprayed for. Why should it bother us that we have friends and family that don't know Jesus?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's tough, man. I mean, it's, you know, again, how can we truly say that, that we love somebody if we're not willing to share with them what is the most important news they need to hear, right? I mean, we live in a, in, a, in a society and in a culture, right, that that's very— we don't want to offend people. We don't want to say something wrong and hurt somebody's feelings. But, man, is it truly loving somebody if you— fully believe that the message you have for them is the difference between where loving they spend eternity that. and mm-hmm. you're not you're not willing to share that with somebody, man. That's to me, that's that's not loving somebody, that's hating somebody, right? That's, that's Which, good. Yeah. So I mean that that that'll preach right there, right? But yeah. yeah, man, we we have an obligation, but but also, man, again, what a privilege to that God allows us to be a part of his mission, right? Yeah. That, I mean
1: Yeah, and that's a a, a
0: big undertaking.
1: That's a powerful moment, and what you said so powerfully that I want you to get there. If we say that we love our friends and we love people, but we don't talk about the Jesus that changed our lives, Mm. that's not love, that's hate. Yeah. And I like that. I like how you said that. Hey, we're going to pray for you, and we're going to pray that God makes that real, that it becomes a mission field for you, and it bothers you that your friends, they don't know Jesus. Because you have them, I guarantee. Mm. God, we come to you today, I pray, over the person listening right now, God, that you would fill them with your presence. God, that you would allow them to have compassion like you did over the lost and the broken. That they would be the difference that changes the lives of those that are around. And they would realize the calling you placed on their life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen i enjoy that that's good man thing.
0: i was to say that's a good that's a good clutch right there i can talk about that all day Selects long as you want man yeah
1: well it's something that you know not so not so much just because you're a barber but drew uh i love going to drew's barbershop uh and, and this this is not the advertisement part what i'm saying is i love we share our fate there yeah and uh we talk about that in fact i saw you jump on board and you're supporting an organization uh the real life pregnancy center yeah and i just man it just moved my heart that you are not in this just for money you're in this to make an impact
0: yeah you know you mind talking about that no not at all not at all you know i've really been convicted ever since um roe versus wade was overturned and one of my my big convictions was is you know i think as a believer i have said as a a pro-life believer you know, I'm pro-life. I'm pro-life. I've I vocally have have you know been very upfront about that. Yeah. But what have I physically done? What steps have I taken to say to really show that I am pro-life? I think it's one thing, and this this applies to a lot of different areas of life. But I think that it's one thing to say we stand behind something and we believe something, and it's another thing to put our money where our mouth is and and really take action. You know what I mean? It's I think good. Jesus calls us as believers to be people of action, not just people of of words. And so, yeah, there was just this conviction that you know I was seeing a lot of um, pro-choice businesses that were saying, you know, we're we're going to uh, pay for your travel to have an abortion, and we're going to pay for your family to travel with you, and all these things. And I just I, I wasn't seeing pro-life businesses take that same stance. And so I just felt this urging that you know, as a as a business that has those convictions, we need to be vocal. About those convictions, but we also need to to take action. Yeah. And so, thankfully, we have a great partner here, right here in Marshall County that's doing so much great work for women. And one of the the things that one of the reasons I wanted to partner with them was because you know, and I I think I said this on our social media post. Whether you, whatever side of the po- political argument you stand on, pro life, pro choice, I think we can all agree that like when a woman is in need and needs help, like we should be able to show her love and compassion yeah. and give her hope and yeah. that's what the real life pregnancy center is doing they're giving these women options they're giving them education they're giving them resources and they're giving them hope which yeah. is provided through the gospel and through jesus and so yeah man i just i think they're doing a phenomenal job and we're, we're very happy to, to partner with them
2: wow that's exciting. Talking about standing up for what you believe in, I came across this uh, not too long ago, actually. It's a guy who used to be an Arab. Uh, Drew, you probably know him. Remember Thomas Shelton? I sure do. Yeah, you know, he's, he was my alpha agent. Yeah, he's <laughs> staring it up over in Anderson, Oxford area right now. And he's doing a whole lot of fishing, right? So I yeah. still follow him on TikTok. Yeah. And he came across the socials with a video about this guy who is 22 years old, who was disqualified from a fishing tournament. Now, he's from Cleveland, Alabama, which is really close to home. So, hey, I, I want to share this video, and this kind of goes right in line with that, putting your money you know, where your beliefs are. Here, take a look at this real quick.
4: Everybody's heard about what happened to Trey Swindle and the Bassmasters Open by now, and I'm going to weigh in on it. If you haven't really looked at it and haven't heard a lot about it, watch this clip. But I want you to listen how this guy has handled getting disqualified from one of the biggest tournaments he's ever fished.
5: Hey, I got out there and watched Kyle Austin catch, watched JT, watched Chad Pickens. It was awesome. I enjoyed it, even though I wasn't fishing. I would have loved to, but I mean, it was an honest mistake. I wouldn't be here without the good Lord. I had a terrible practice, and I, I, I would have never made it to th- this far without him. Sorry, I'm trying not to get choked up, but
4: I mean. Everything happens for a reason. So it's all about Scott is 22 years old, something like that. Just got disqualified sitting in second place for the Bass Masters open. And that's the way he handled it. I mean, that's it moved me. And I'm going to tell y'all what I'm going to be the first one to do this. And I have a feeling there's going to be somebody else big come along, but I sell alpha insurance. I'm a business owner. I do sponsorships. And you know what? I think I'm going to throw one on Trey. So Trey, sending you $500 sponsor you all you gotta do is stick my name somewhere on you because somebody with that kind of integrity the way you handle that situation i want to be a part of that now i really hope somebody shares this with some big marketing company and i hope somebody big picks this guy up you know i'd like to know that if i ran the marketing department for coca-cola or pepsi or somebody major that i could come in and be the first one to find the next gerald swindle the next jordan lee the next uh, shoot, Tony Stewart. I mean, imagine if you came in early and you swooped up one of the next greatest athletes in that industry. I really think this guy has it. He obviously has the potential to catch fish. He's sitting in second place. He's proven he can do it. But at the same time, more importantly in 2022, as a business, you need to find somebody that's gonna represent you and represent you in the right way. You're not gonna be the guy better than Trey Swindle. So I'm gonna be the first one to start this trade. I'm sending you $500 sponsorship. I hope it helps you. I hope it puts you in, you know, something you might need. And I hope somebody big sees this and picks you up from there. Good luck, buddy. I yeah.
2: love that. It goes right along with what you were talking about, you yes. know, aligning yourself with people with the same kind of beliefs that you have. Love That's it. Right. That's right. It's good stuff.
1: Talking about sponsorships and stuff. You posted this. I thought it was really good, but Michael Jordan, when he started out, 1984 started the year of the Air Jordans, right? Uh, their expectation was to make three million dollars in Jordan sales over four years. That's not really that much money. No, not, a, not even in fruit. the '80s, you know. But 2022, he's retired. He's the greatest of all time. Nike generates three million dollars in Jordan sales every five hours. Wow! Every five hours.
0: I think Jordan paid off for him. I think that was. It. <laughs> Decent investment for Nike. It was a
1: great investment, and in that they picked him. I love that. You know, when you see Michael Jordan, you see the level of competition, the level that he exerted himself. You know?
0: Yeah, that, that actually makes me think. just uh, I'm in a men's uh, Bible study right now, and really, really has been a great study where it's just kind of a small discipleship group, and we're meeting on Thursday mornings, but um, we were, we're discussing. Uh, man, I gosh, I'm terrible about like scripture references, but I believe it was in Romans where Paul says like, imitate me, right? Yeah, like imitate me. As I if imitate you want, that's yeah. right. And yeah. like, man, what a what a uh, like challenge that was. Like we talked about that. Like, are you living your life in a way that like you could tell somebody, hey, if you want to know what you know, Jesus is like, you know, and you want to walk with him, imitate me. That'd be well, a great
1: great illustration. Of no that. doubt. I like that. No doubt. Uh and then I saw this the other day, a week ago, the National's outfielder, Joey Manessa, threw a ball to a young girl named Avery, but a fan swooped in front of her and caught the ball. Hmm. That was rude. As a result, Joey wrote Avery a letter and signed a game ball for her. Isn't that awesome? That's cool. I love that he made it right. He made a difference. Uh also modern day things is is the players of the past are they better uh than the players of the future and you look at the a's ricky henderson stole more bases in 1982 than the entire major league team stole last season
0: think about that for a minute he was an absolute unit man i mean unbelievable he if he got on first he was gonna find a way to get to third like (laughs) he was trouble
1: People like that, man, they make it hard when you're out there playing oh, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> imagine
0: the stress what he puts am I gonna on a do? pitcher like a pitcher can't concentrate on the batter, man, and is throwing strikes cuz he knows Ricky's behind him and like yeah. he's trying to keep that dude in check. Like, yeah, he was he was a
2: terror.
1: Yeah, apparently. Steven, I saw this. And I thought it was hilarious. There's this dance off at a football game.
2: Yeah, I saw that too.
1: I I think <clears throat> my boy Drew over here when I look.
0: I may have a story. Let's watch the video. Right, first. Yeah. So why don't we
2: talk it up a minute? Let's let's <laughs> let's uh, let's get you into hear that the story. Story? You yeah. hear the story. Let's hear the story. So,
0: uh, circa I'm going to say 2014, 2015. <laughs> I was in Atlanta for a Hawks basketball game, nice. and they have a dance cam, or at least at that time had a dance cam on the jumbotron, and so I got into a dance battle. With uh, a kid on the Jumbotron. And I'm pretty sure he was like Ludacris or like Usher's nephew. Like he was, he was, he won the dance battle. But I'm not going to lie, I went like, I went hard, man. You went I, hard? I did. Like I pulled out some moves I didn't even know that you that had? I had. But the funny side of that story, and maybe, maybe I can find this, Steven, for the next time. Uh, it's out there on YouTube, I believe, at some point. Uh, we actually reached out the buddy that I was with reached out to the Hawks like marketing department and was like my buddy uh, was on the dance cam is there any way we can get a copy of that and they actually sent us like a DVD (laughs) so and it somehow got uploaded on YouTube so it's it's out there I'll see if I can find it Drew's popular well that's that's yeah (laughs) hey can I give a shout out real quick yeah my daughter Cameron who just hit me with a hey daddy I love you on Facebook yeah I'm glad you said that that's why you're my favorite daughter hey (laughs) daddy
1: Speaking of going off, Tua Taglavoa this weekend.
0: Say that name again?
1: Tua Taglavoa. I don't
0: know. It's close. Say it, Stephen.
1: Tonga Valoa. Tonga Valoa.
0: I wasn't even going to attempt it, Seth, so I did (laughs) not Yeah.
1: 469 (laughs) yards, six touchdowns, 36 of 50.
0: I love it. I love it, especially since, like, last year he was the guy. That's mad numbers. You know, I mean, pretty much as a barber, I sit around all day and cut hair and talk Sports, Sports and watch TV and like I mean all the talking heads last year are like this guy doesn't even deserve to be in the league he's not gonna make it he it just it goes to show too what happens when you put some weapons around a good quarterback he's he's got some targets out there Jalen Waddle the cheetah Jalen Waddle
1: gets the lot la- the final score for the win and I like this just for the record teams trailing by twenty one points in the fourth quarter are one and seven hundred and eleven the wow. last eleven years. Wow.
2: By the way, he got married before the season, didn't he? He sure did, and he wasn't too happy about people releasing all that information either. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Sorry,
1: Sorry, Tua. We didn't mean to hurt your feelings.
2: No, no. It's already out there now. But uh, I noticed it wasn't too long ago that he had actually come out, and somebody had asked him a few questions about it. He's like, yeah, I don't understand why they put it out there. I wanted that to be my news to share, not everybody else's. It wasn't a wow. uh,
0: Manti Teo's ex girlfriend, was it? Hey, you went there. I went there. I saw the Hawaii connection. <laughs> wow, that's that's a crazy documentary. If people haven't watched that yet on Is Netflix, it? yeah. it's the Untold. It's uh, it's yeah, it's wild, man. I I gotta actually apologize on air right now to Manti Teo because I've made a lot of jokes about that dude over the last few years, and I completely feel sorry for him now. Like he it, it was it was he, get he played yeah he very much like got catfished and the worst mm. way you can so yeah. that's a very good show though if anybody watched it
1: set on
2: netflix yeah it is ma'am good 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 watch
1: man, hey talking
2: talking about the tua thing i was just able to find the video if you want to see that video here please
3: did you know tua got married 10 days before training camp because i didn't even know he had a girlfriend but he married his girlfriend from alabama he was not too happy about his marriage being leaked to the public
5: it's almost kind of disrespectful if you will um, by doing that uh, but it is what it is and um, shoot can't do anything about it and guys I have a wife
1: <laughs> so here's the thing I, I'm just gonna state a marriage fact he was not angry his girlfriend fiance was angry yeah.
0: you're the quarterback that, for the Miami was, Dolphins though like, you was, know what I mean your life's kind of a
2: public
1: right right that was not Tua being angry that yeah. was Tua a Acting angry, so his wife felt like he
2: yeah. Cared. You got to be careful doing that, though. We see what Will Smith got himself into. Ooh, what, Will, yeah. what, what happened? Y'all
1: remind me. Oh,
2: you don't remember that?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When he ended you up get having my a slap wife's name for mouth.
2: That's right. He said,
1: yeah. he, "I don't when think he really wanted Chris to do Lodge. that." <laughs> Yeah, he did. With the
0: open hand slap. <laughs> How about my man Jalen Hurts last night too, man? The other Bama, man,
1: other Bama quarterback. Him and two are over seven hundred yards. Uh-huh. They're the leading pass rush pass uh passer and rushing leaders.
0: Yep. They're talking about Jalen Hurts as a potential M V P candidate this year. Like
1: Jalen Hurts is awesome. And yeah. he's got Devontae Smith.
0: Yeah, man. I'll just love his story, like the go to Oklahoma thing and like isn't
1: landon dickerson there too
0: yeah hopefully so so. so. the varsity athlete interview
1: yeah we're excited to be joined by grant guthrie and andy korsmo from marshall christian hey guys how you doing We're
5: good, we're good. We're doing
1: good. It's a good day to be alive. Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Good day to be alive. Grant, you are on the football team. You were running back, defensive end, linebacker, and baseball. You didn't tell me what position you played. I
6: played right outside field, or outfield. Outfield.
1: Okay, Andy, you are 17, senior, you play basketball, you're the point guard, and you also are the running back. Yes, sir. How's that work?
5: Um, we, we line up and basically in our backfield is a three man formation, quarterback, two running backs and whichever way we go, I guess whoever gets the ball is the running back that play. There you
1: go. Awesome. Which brings me to my first question. How long have you
6: guys played football?
5: Um, I've played, I've played football basically my whole life all the way up until now.
6: I started playing football at Marshall Christian in eighth grade when eighth. they first started putting the team back together. Nice. Okay.
1: So Grant, you played baseball. How long have you been playing baseball?
6: Uh, it's been it's been kind of scattered. Like I'd play, I played t ball, and then I went for a while, and then I played at Marshall, and then we had like COVID, so we played only like one game. It was weird.
1: Did you win the one game?
6: Uh, no. It it was back when we. <laughs> That's were first- a sad day.
1: Oh man, I'm sorry.
6: We played against cornerstone rainsville which they're they're very good
1: right right okay andy you play basketball
5: right yes sir
1: how long have you been playing basketball
5: um for a team not very long i've i've always played basketball i've always been uh played in a couple leagues and just able to pick up a basketball and play whenever i want really but playing for a team i basically just started whenever i moved to marshall christian last year i played on the basketball team
1: nice nice and i'll ask this question drew will talk to you so what is your favorite position uh of the three which would you choose grant would you choose baseball or football
6: uh i i, I enjoy playing football a lot more what's your
1: favorite position you got three
6: uh i like defensive end the most it's pretty it's a pretty he likes simple to go, job
1: he likes to go after people
6: Yes, I'm at I the played.
1: Ball. I played defensive end on the bench today, Rab. It, yeah. it was great.
6: Yeah. Uh. Anyway, Andy,
1: you you play basketball and football. You're the running back and the point guard, which are both really great positions. What's your favorite?
5: Um, I like I like basketball. I just I like I mean just just being being out on the floor with a whole bunch of guys that I like to play with and just have fun with them throughout the day. But I gotta say I gotta say. Running that ball is is a lot better. Lot of fun. It's lot a good it's a good feeling when you when you get that ball and you put somebody on their back.
0: Nice. So I you like guys it. you guys play is it eight man six man six man six man. So explain like to our listeners like what's the difference like what are some some rule differences and like how is six man different from like eleven man? Um. Well, the first obviously being smaller. Sorry.
5: The the first and really main rule is the the first person to. Whoever takes the snap can't advance the ball. You have the ball has to leave his hands and go to somebody else before you can gain yards. That's really that's really the biggest r- rule. I'm James. familiar
6: with the with all the rules. So there's first of all there's six people. The first person who gets the snap cannot advance the ball with the extra point attempts. The kicks they're considered harder, so the kicks are worth two and runs are worth one. Uh the field is smaller. I think it's is it wider? It's uh forty
5: eighty. It's yes uh forty
0: eighty. Okay. Cool. So so like the quarterback like can't take the snap and run. No. He has to either hand off or or pass or passable. Yes. Okay. Cool, man. I like that. my My school was so small that like we didn't even do football. Like we did basketball and soccer. But like, like, do y'all play Shoals Christian? About a Florence? Uh, I don't think so. I think Scholes might play eight man, yeah. or they used to. But yeah, I'm I'm familiar, man. That's awesome. I'd love to come watch you guys play. I I think, man, like kind of. Uh, I mean, it's, I bet there's a lot of offense, right? With six man, like, well, like, oh, yeah. what's the traditional like, like, like scoring average? Like, all score per game. They're.
5: uh in, in most games, our games this year, some of them have they've been close and they've been uh, around. What would you say, thirty points or so, yeah. somewhere in that nice. range.
6: Last year it was it was like sixty to fifty. It's usually a high scoring game. Yeah. So
5: um, if you
0: like offense, man, six six man. Football, oh yeah, it's all
5: it's all offense, but that really makes defense more important because yeah, you got to get a stop. Sometimes you have to get a stop to win. Just yeah. one stop, you can win a football game. Yep. Yep. So so,
1: so the quarterback can't be sacked.
5: The quarterback can, can be, be can be. So sagged. he's got to get rid of it. Yeah it's quick. Oh wow. That's, okay. There's that's,
0: that. I'm coaching flag football right now and that's that's a similar rule. Like our quarterback can't run with the ball, but they can blitz him, and so like he has to just basically like evade, you know, anybody trying to pull the yeah. flag or get rid of it. Yeah, so. the quarterback
5: can run all the way around, you know, like yeah. behind the line of scrimmage he can move anywhere he wants, but he's gotta get rid of it before somebody takes it past there.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's cool, man.
1: Alright, guys, what are some things that you have learned from Arlo Guthrie?
5: Um Arlo Arlo's been a good coach for us. He's he's a really fun guy. He's he's not as hardcore as some of the coaches I've played for him and the mo the most I've learned from Arlo is more off the field than on the field really. He's more he's more about uh teaching us how to be how to be good people out in the world and just teaching us to do right, and he doesn't make everything about football. He doesn't make everything about winning. He cares about us growing as people more. So
1: Love it. Well, give me, either one of you guys, give me a legendary Arlo Guthrie statement that you would hear all the time, that you're going to hear when you
5: leave high school.
6: Uh, I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Andy, do you know you're, something? You're his
5: son, man. you got to know something.
6: <laughs> I know Come I'm, on, man. He always says, do it right. Do it light or do it wrong and do it long. That's what he says. There it is. Oh,
0: like That's it. it. That's good, man.
1: I like that. Well it's the same thing. Okay, Arlo. Uh Guthrie and then how about Philip James? Give me a Philip James saying.
5: Oh, Philip James. Uh he he really doesn't have a a saying. There's not really one thing he says over and over that I could really state, but he, he is a joking guy. He he'll throw he'll throw some jokes out there. He's a funny guy, but
1: how about Jeff Simmons? Jeff Simmons? Your baseball player? I mean, your baseball coach? I have never met him.
5: Oh, yeah. He's just he's
0: just about to start. Oh, so. okay.
1: Okay. So he'll
0: be a new it's very impactful
1: new one. to you. He <laughs> <life. laughs> will be.
0: He will be. Drew? Yeah. So um, talk to me about uh, one of you uh, has a family business. Who is that? Is that's that Andy? Andy. Oh, yeah, what's me. your what's your
5: family business? Oh uh, my my dad owns platinum plumbing. Okay, cool, so man. Plumbing. Yeah. Just some trade work and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I saw on your sheet you said you might be interested in kind of working in the family business one day. So you think you yes, might, might want to do that? Okay. Yes sir. Cool, man. Absolutely. How long has has he been in business for himself a while or
5: um he he was plumbing with one guy for another business for uh a few years, like a pretty good amount of time, and then I
0: think he's been on his own for maybe Four or five, six years, somewhere yeah. around there. Nice. Interesting to me just as a business owner and my son, I, I own a barbershop, and I want my son maybe to kinda of one day work with me, at least have the option, so curious about that. So cool man.
1: So you said that you what kind of company would you eventually like to open? You said you wanted to work in the family business and eventually open a company.
5: Um I I like I like the uh the idea of opening up maybe like another trade type of work. Just kinda Cover more ground, like business-wise, electrical, something, something in trade-wise. But I really want to open a restaurant one day. That's nice. cool. What kind of what? restaurant? I have no idea. Yeah. I just I just want to own a restaurant. A good restaurant. one. Yeah, a good one. <laughs> do you like to cook? Uh, I do like to cook. I don't cook a lot, but I I do like cooking. Yeah. When you
1: cook, what does one cook?
5: Um. Mainly, mainly basic stuff that your, your average living human could cook. <laughs> that a 17-year-old is cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Raymond
0: noodles. Yeah, that's what. Oatmeal. <laughs> Cereal. Cereal. <laughs> I feel you, man. I'm, I'm a whiz right. in the kitchen, man. I'm mean on that George Foreman grill. Come on, oh, yeah. somebody. <laughs> Whatever y'all want. Uh, Grant, you got... Tell us what what it means to be the
1: All-State defensive back. Explain that position, how you got it, and uh, what it means.
6: Uh... I think that may be uh miss top 'cause I think I got defensive end.
1: Okay, defensive end.
6: Because I didn't play a whole lot of defensive back, but defensive end, uh I mean I just they were just like, go get the quarterback, get the ball. And I and I ran hard every time. I tried not to let anybody stop me.
0: How many sacks are we talking? Do you know?
6: Uh I feel like sacks are a little bit harder because the quarterback's got that whole field to weave around and most of the time mm. he gets that ball and that ball is gone. Yeah, so, I think I got one sack and it was last year. Nice. I haven't gotten a. I think I may have got one sack this year. I drug him down by his ankle or something.
1: Two, three. three. <laughs> he's, <laughs> being, three. he's being
6: humble. Three. Humble. three. Dude, I don't. He's, he's I don't,
5: got more than that. Yeah.
6: <laughs> but last year I had one and it was, it was wide open. I mean it opened right up and I went. Sh- it was straight for him.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah, I enjoy that defensive end position too.
0: Do you like that? Well, I enjoy
1: going after the quarterback. That was that mm-hmm. was always yeah. fun. You just, is it's just fun.
0: Uh, you know. I, th- I think I would have liked high school football, but yeah, we just played Madden back then. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I played Madden too. Atlanta Falcons. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that was Mike Vick, Vick. Mike Vick. About Vick, about Vick yeah, I right there. You've uh, QB scrambles. Yeah, me, that's honestly. right. Yeah. What was uh, Andy? What was it like winning the basketball defensive player of the year? Um, and how
5: did you win that? I was, I was pretty much expecting to win that award. when it When it comes to defense in any aspect, football, basketball, I'm kind of just a menace all the time. Nice, a I, like, I like to go get them so.
0: Who's you like? Who's your who inspires you like to play defense? Like, what's an NBA player? or Somebody that you were like, man, that's who I try to lock down. Like, um, I don't really watch a lot of NBA. I, I kind of, I kind of just
5: enjoy pesting other people. Yeah, that's I, I just find happiness in making
0: other people frustrated. <laughs> wow, hey, on the on the court, <laughs> that's that's I mean, I, so I played basketball in high school, and that's the sport I am probably most familiar with, and a good defensive player. Can disrupt the game. I mean, it's you put the best defensive player on the best offensive player, and you gotta you gotta battle, man. Yes, sir. So I respect that. You probably would have been the guy that I did not want to guard me. <laughs> get off of me! Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Like
1: I will fall on you, and it'll be an eclipse, <laughs> and it'll get dark real quick. <laughs> that,
0: was a, that was a fat joke. <laughs> yeah, it was. Golly, because they used to be way bigger.
1: Uh, so you. Grant, Andy, uh, I ask this because I kind of want to know where your mind is. How do you prepare pregame? How do you prepare to get rid of your nerves, get rid of the butterflies, the things like that? Because I, I know football, I'll never forget, and I say this a lot, but in our football locker room, there was a, a lineman right beside me would drink an entire bottle of Pepto-Bismol before a game. And I, that's how he dealt with his emotions. Shut his stomach down. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, forever. Uh but anyway. How do you deal with those emotions? How do you prepare yourself pre game?
6: Uh I usually don't. It's just whenever as soon as you get hit once, it it all comes it all just comes together. Mm-hmm. The rest is all instinct.
5: Nice. Andy? Yeah, I usually just um I there's there's been something about this season for me, uh, after the first game the emotions really haven't been there like the nervous, the scared, they really haven't been there. I I thought about past games, you know. We've already played some of the best people we're going to play. We've you know, we've already beat some of the best people that we're going to play. So, really really just I, I trust our guys. We we got the best six people you can put on the field at one time and I trust them. So, emotions are really out the door for me right now.
1: Is there is there a soundtrack? Is there something that you listen to in your ears before something to get yourself motivated, fired up, moved?
5: Um I'm always I'm always listening to music. I always got some earbuds in or something like that. I I like I like listening to basically any type of rap music, any anything upbeat to give me give me going, some energy, some good energy,
0: you know. Nice.
6: Grant? Uh I sort of just I sit there in the quiet, I just let it I'll just let it all go.
1: Nice.
0: Likes the quiet.
1: You got the feeling that Grant would just come across the field and destroy you. Yeah. I get that feeling.
0: I'm kind of glad there's a table between us right <laughs> Me now. Me too. I mean, Grant's was, kind of I an intense guy. Little, I feel that.
1: I see that over there, and I'm just like, <laughs> that guy. Uh,
0: anyway. So, Drew. So, all right, you know I'm a movie guy, man. I love I love talking movies. I know that's one of the questions we like to ask you guys. So, Grant, you said The Accountant is your favorite movie. Yes. So that's Ben Affleck, right? I kind of, yes, and, and he's is. like a an assassin. He is. Remind an assassin. me. Remind he, me the plot.
6: He's like he has autism and stuff, but it's like it's it's movie autism, which means he's like superhuman, I guess. Yeah. So he is. So he's like super math. He knows... Like he's just he's super smart, so he finds this money and who's hiding it and stuff, and he goes after him and they and they come after the assistant lady that he's that that helps him like the financial assistant, so he protects her and okay. that he does that.
0: Nice, I remember I remember liking that movie. There he is. Y'all think Ben Affleck's a good Batman? Have Y'all seen the Batman movies with him?
6: I have not seen. Batman uh, movies. I, I don't
0: I don't love him as Batman. Honestly, I don't like him as
1: Batman.
6: I know I'm like, gonna be real with he's, you. He's he's not
1: my
0: I'm not. Are you a Michael Keaton Batman guy or? No, I like
1: you? Christian Bale.
0: Christian Bale. Oh, I think Christian Bale's Bale cool.
1: is the best Batman.
0: What about uh, uh, what's his name? Twilight. Rob. N- no, no, I don't movie. like him huh? either. I'm yeah. Not a real big that fan. One, that one. I thought he was pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. Well, so it was. Andy, it was, you was got, better than Ben Affleck. You got a favorite movie, Andy? Um, there I, we go. Batman choices. There you go. Adam West.
1: <laughs> there they are. Adam West obviously was the best. Look at the evolution
0: of the Batman suit. He was like, the one
1: in the uh, cartoonish, yeah. Adam yeah. West, definitely. Christian Bale was my favorite. I know. don't
0: know. Oh, okay, the one in the middle animated. I was gonna say I don't know who that guy is. He was the voice of Batman.
1: Yeah, Stephen, that's that's a good picture. That's that is, a solid picture. Stephen is
0: you. just Johnny on the spot. I over mean, there,
1: that man. helps he me got a there lot. So quick. Helps me understand, but I st- I still say Christian Bale.
2: They don't call me Willy Wonka for nothing. The right. Willy Wonka of Radio. I, That's right. Uh, so You've earned that.
1: So uh, Grant, you say when you're not on the football field, you're not playing baseball, that you're hanging out with your family. What kind of things do you do when you're spending time with your
6: family? uh We watch we watch TV. You know, we just hang out, find something good to watch. You know, we we are on the bed. We have the cats on the bed. The cats.
0: Yes. i recommend watching ben affleck batman movie nah. <laughs> not really said nobody ever uh anyway <laughs> what are you, i like tv too what tv shows are you watching right now you got a recommendation
6: oh man i'm trying to remember i'm trying to look at i'm trying to visualize the list we got scorpion okay not we got
0: familiar? into
6: we got into scorpion recently uh blacklist
0: that's, blacklist that's a good show now yeah. I'm, I'm familiar heard, with that i've one. heard
6: good things about blacklist yeah
0: I'm I'm familiar with that one. That was kind of one of those that my wife watched without me and got like so far ahead I never could catch up. Hate that you and your wife do that. Mm. Like, do you have shows you watch together, and then like shows that you're not. Sometimes she'll
1: get get ahead of me on it. Yeah. Very rarely. Yeah. Uh, But there has been a show Mm. called The Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh. I had another question on here. Okay, when you're not hanging out, Andy, you say that you hang out with your friends. What kind of things do you do with your fam- with your uh, friends um, when you're hanging out?
5: Basically, because we're usually busy all the time, so we don't get too much time to hang out. But uh, whenever I'm hanging out with them, we'll usually just go get something to eat. And I got a lot of friends that like going and playing basketball. So usually... Nice. <laughs> usually, uh, usually spending my time playing basketball or doing something... Being active or just going out to eat. There he is. Who
1: who were you taking a picture with a minute ago? There, Andy.
5: Oh, uh, that would be my mom. Your mom? Yes. It's
0: a sir. fly tuxedo, there, man. That's very Pee Wee nice. Herman. I like thank you, that. Thank you.
5: This is my question. Who is this? Hey. Oh, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's in your photos. I think I think somebody sent me that a long time ago. <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey.
1: That look right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought this was funny. I don't know if you want to phrase this or me, but Andy, talking about his inspiration, why don't you ask him? Yeah, me?
0: Andy, you said your inspiration was yourself. Yeah, I just... Talk to us about that. I just... There, there's there been people that
5: I've looked up to in my life, like my parents, and then there's been some role models, some coaches I've looked up to, but really when it boils down to it, it's, it's, it's all about what you want. It, anybody can tell you to do something. Anybody can... Tell you what it takes, or what you're gonna have to do to get somewhere. But it's it's really all you. You really decide at the end of the day what, how far you want to go, how hard you want to push yourself. So that's like just that. me.
0: I, I do too. I like that answer. I didn't man. expect that answer. That's not the answer I expected either. That's not either. what I was I like looking that. for. I like that.
1: Grant, who inspires you?
6: Oh, uh, Andy. I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> Andy <laughs> does inspire me a lot. Andy's very good at.
1: Be like Andy. A lot of he does.
6: Andy puts a lot of effort into it. I don't know. What does that sheet say that I put? I'm trying to remember what I put you on. You said that. Jesus. Ah, yes. Of course, that's the number one. It's always got to be the number one. Jesus inspires. Should inspire everyone to do the best that they can. Yeah. But like in terms of football, like my favorite defensive end's got to be T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt is a man out there.
0: Nice. Those Watt boys are pretty good. All of them are pretty pretty decent.
6: So
1: tell me how your season's going, guys.
0: Um so far
5: so good like I said I I'm I'm fully confident that we we have the best six people you can put on the field there's there's I'm not saying that there's not good teams out there there's some really good teams out there our first game of the year we won by one point um we got up we got up pretty big in our second game but they they found a way to fight back we had a we had a couple players out they found a way to fight back but I, I honestly think we we have the best six, and if you put if you put somebody else's be, best six up against us, we're going to dominate all the time.
0: Nice. Who's your next opponent? Who who play, who do we play? Well, next? we
6: play Pineview in about maybe two weeks.
0: Yes, sir. Two and, and a half Pond weeks. View. Nice. So I got a little break right now.
6: Yes, sir. We're getting people healed up. Yep. Yeah. What
1: is the game that you look forward to most, winning every year?
6: Uh, state championship. Yeah, this
5: year's the state championship game. We'll we'll be there.
6: And where nice. will that be? Uh it depends on where everybody else is seated.
5: Yeah, it's not we're not sure yet. We our seed our seating isn't completely set yet. We still have a few games that need to be played. We like personally we have one one more team we need to play to see where we stand, but so we're not we're not exactly sure where that'll be yet.
1: Yeah. Who is that team?
6: Uh Pineview Christian. Pineview's Palmview. got some good players on their team. They're very good. They're very physical.
1: Here we go. We're looking
0: Kaneka. Oh man, yeah. love their sausage. Woo! Me too. Come on,
1: come on. They better give you some sausage. That that
0: concession there. stand better be lit. With Kaneka, it It's better. I am disappointed. Like, like, I, that that's better a not. Way. That better not just be Skittles and pizza. There
1: better be sausage. Yeah, no there doubt. better be some Kaneka in there. <laughs> so, guys, you almost got away with it. Neither of you answered, but I am going to ask you anyway. Tell me about an embarrassing moment that both of you've gone through. It may not have been in sports. It may have been in school may have been during practice or on the bus i don't care but i want to hear something funny tell us something funny
6: uh i think i was sleeping on this uh on this cooler and somebody brake checked my dad who drives the bus and i came sliding out of that cooler or i slid off the top of it in the floor N- nice. nice nice why I- were you sleeping on a cooler uh we were on the back from we, cool. we were on the way that's back right, from That's a cool thing to yes, do. Yes, it, it was cool. It was cool. I
0: see what you just but
1: did. But it was about. on
6: the way back from Kaneka and Conneca's about Conneca sausage.
0: You
1: had in the cooler.
6: 3 hours away. So we I was on Sponsorous the sleep. Kineca. I was asleep on the way back. <laughs> and I slid right off that cooler.
0: Nice.
1: We're working on our nil Conneca hey, deal. I you want to sponsor
0: the show? Come on. we would The love Varsity to have
1: you. Radio Show is brought to you by I <laughs> <Kineca. laughs> just joking. my sausage. Yeah. No. I just joking. We really don't have a deal with them, but we'd like one.
5: Uh, anyways, listening.
1: tell us about your embarrassing moment, um, uh, Andy.
5: Oh man, that's that's kind of hard. I, I can't seem to think of one. I, I do remember. Uh, I was going to school at Boaz for a while, all the way up until my junior year, and it was a two <laughs> it was a two story building, right? Yeah. And uh, so what that means is there's stairs, and whenever we would swap classes, there I mean your classes were all over the place, up up and down, and I remember. I was going from history to my science class. So I was walking downstairs, and uh, apparently, I just thought that first step didn't exist. Huh. And I, I stepped clean off of it and went tumbling about mm, right. 14, 15 stairs down.
0: Woo! Right. Wow. Nothing broken.
5: No. Except no. your pride. Just, pride. Except for just my pride. pride. I got you. Man,
0: that would have hurt.
5: Yeah, it did hurt. It it hurts. I'm my fine, guys. I can't get up, but I'm fine. It yeah. hurt my soul a lot fine.
0: worse than it hurt my body. Just know if that had been me or Seth, that would have killed us. Yes, like,
2: <laughs>
5: just be glad you're seventeen.
1: You're superhuman. And, like we yeah, would have been dead. No doubt. That would have been game over.
0: Andy, yes. I, got, I got a question for you. Andy, this I just thought of this. So you you said you went to Boaz, and then you transferred to, to Marshall Christian. Yes. So sir. kind of similar for me. I grew up kind of going to a public school, and then like junior high age, transferred to Covenant Christian, a private school. What, talk to me about, like, what are some differences of going to a private Christian school versus, like, a traditional public school?
5: Oh, well, one, I I think the most obvious thing is just more Christian education. Yeah. Um, And then the size difference is, is crazy. I remember walking through, walking through Boaz, and I would see somebody that I had never seen before every day. So... And now, yeah. and now I spend all day with these guys. I'm in the same. I'm in the class with these guys all day, yeah. and, and we're close. Yeah, that's something. That's something. I don't think you can really get at a public school. Yeah.
0: That closeness, man, was was, was kind of one of the words I was hoping you would say. I mean, when I graduated, like, we all thought it was, like, the end of the world because, I mean, we loved each other, and we were in every class together, and we were friends, and we kind of all kind of went our separate ways after high school to different colleges and stuff. But, like, still, man, connected to a lot of those guys, and Facebook and social media, we stay, you know, up. So definitely I think one of those benefits, man, to small, you know, private education is just that closeness, man, with your classmates. That's cool. I can definitely relate to that.
1: Well, guys, so you're going to make the state championship. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, we're going to try our best. I like it, Grant. I like it, Andy. Thank you all so much for being on here. Hey, we're we're going to go to some music. We believe in the Marshall Christian Stallions. We believe that you all going to do it.
0: I like it. I like, I like the
1: attitude. I like, we got this. I'm inspired by
5: me. Hey, you're on, you're on the right side. Him. You're on the right side. That's right. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> so, hey, we're going to take a quick break. And so... Check us out at Facebook Live, at Twitter, at Instagram, at YouTube. Come join us behind the scenes. See you there.
2: The Varsity Freestyle.
1: That means it's your chance to win a five-person all-day pass to b video games. Hey, all you got to do is answer the questions. If you answer the questions and you're even struggling there, listen, we're like phone a friend and we have the answers. Yep. So you can't you can't fail here. All you got to do is call in. So here's question number 1, a yellow fruit. That's it. Somebody give me an a, a yellow fruit. I need the answer, a yellow fruit.
0: Call in. Mm.
2: Want to win? Call us now at 256-505-0885.
1: Alright, we're so excited. We have Emily with us. And she's going to answer these three questions. I believe in her. How are you doing, Emily? Good. Tell us about your day. Has it been good? Yeah. Yeah. Best part of your day. Tell us now. You got this. A lot of school work. A lot of school work. Best part of your day. I like that. So, the question is this, Emily. Give me a yellow fruit. A pineapple. A pineapple for bonus. That's a good one. Can you think of a second one? Um, A lemon. G- girl, you're on it.
0: And neither one of those are the ones I was thinking. Can you think of a third one? A
1: yeah. yellow
2: apple. A yellow apple. That's right, that, Emily.
1: Yeah. Emily, you're on it. That's She's good. It. She gave me three answers. So I'm going to move forward. What does the white dove symbolize? What is the white dove a symbol of? Um,
6: please.
1: Yes! Look at you, Emily! I didn't have to help you. Emily, I know you probably what. Have you watched the Shrek movies? Yes. Who is Shrek's wife? Yona! Girl! <laughs> you are fantastic, Emily! Thank you for calling in. You have won... If you'll just stay on the line, Steven's gonna tell you where you can get your five person all day pass to BMB video games.
2: Now, sports analyst Greg Glasscock.
1: Greg, we're so glad you're here. You can't is, you can't like really kick off man, until is, this drum beat right here. Man, Greg, that, there it is, okay. That is
7: such a cool blame trial, man. That is cool. Right? Right. Yeah, I love
1: that. Well, we like <laughs> you so much, Greg. We figured you were worth it. So Well, I do
7: appreciate that.
1: So, Greg, tell us That's about sports. Tell us about the sports going on here in Marshall County.
7: Well, I tell you well, it's hard to believe, but after this week we're gonna be roughly midway through the regular season of football. Um, it just kinda of flies once it gets started. We had some Pretty good games last week. I feel like, for the most part, uh, those that were supposed to win did win. Um, you know, of course, I was um, at a game that I thought would be closer than it was with the Gunnersville Boaz game. Uh, that was a game where um, Boaz actually started off on a fairly nice drive, and then uh, Gunnersville just kind of Took over from there, so uh, wound up being sixty-two to fourteen. So, wow. uh, yeah, not not really that close of a game. Uh, you know, Gunners was one of the leaders in scoring offense in the state, and one of the leaders in scoring defense. So they keep rolling right along. Uh, Albertville was back home after being on the road for about three weeks. And uh, they they took it on the chin to Decatur out of uh, Austin. Uh, the Arabian Nights keep rolling. Come on. Uh, yeah, Arab hosted Scottsboro, and uh, they have won. So right now in the region, you have Arab and Gunners still undefeated. So they're still looking at a collision course of playing each other in Arab in a few weeks, which should be a which should be a dandy, really, and. This week's always an interesting week to me. It's a non-region week, so a lot of times you see, you know, a lot of matchups that you normally don't see. Uh, I'll be making the trek up to Buckhorn, where Gunners will be playing Buckhorn, which is a 6A school. And, um, then let's see, who else have we got? We've got Albert Bull. They're off this week. Uh, ARAB host team. Wow. I think that'll be a good game. Uh, Boaz goes back home licking their wounds. They play Southside, which will be a very tough game because, you know, that was Gunnersville's first opponent of the regular season. And to date, I still think that is the toughest game that uh, Wildcats have played yet. So, uh, Boaz will have their hands full with, uh, Southside out of Gadsden. So, um. Got some good games. Also, Douglas is still playing real good ball. They head out to Coleman County to play West Point this week. So, uh, yeah, we're about the midway point, and uh, everybody's taking a br- uh, break this week from region play. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And some other sports, you know, real quick. Uh, volleyball, the county tournament, I didn't know it snuck up on me. Somebody actually texted me today about it. It's. Uh, Next week, Tuesday at Supreme Court's down there in Gunnersville. So if all goes well, next Tuesday, uh, probably when I get off the phone with you guys, I'll be covering the semifinals and finals of the uh, county volleyball tournament, which should be very competitive because right now you have Arab and Gunnersville ranked, and you have Boaz just on the outside looking in, receiving votes. So. Wow. Uh, should be, should be a real competitive uh, county tournament next week, which I don't care what the sport is, the Marshall County Tournament's always a, always a good one and always very competitive. Love it. Love it. So, a lot, a lot going on this time of year. A lot of good stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Greg, I always appreciate you filling us in on that, because it's super important to this county, and those things are important to us, so... Thank you, man. Thanks for calling in.
7: Oh, you're welcome. I enjoy it every week. And we will uh, have you back next week. All right. Sounds good. And I'll give y'all some some more updates next week and see where we stand going into the second half of uh, the football season. Yes,
1: sir. Greg, you're the man. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll talk to you next week. The
2: buzzer beater.
1: That sound lets you know where you can find us when the show's not here. Because whether you believe it or not, me and Drew, we don't live here.
2: You notice he said me and Drew. Yeah. He didn't St- mention me. Steven yeah. does live here. I do live here. Yeah. Thanks That's for watching. That's why I didn't over, say seven. you, Steven. This is your house. Uh,
1: yeah, this is true. We're just hanging out in it. Uh, my my
2: Lupus have to hide while y'all are here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they come back out after hours. Hilarious. <laughs> nice. I want to see the smoke stacks from the uh, chocolate
1: factory. I haven't uh,
2: shown you my vert- my uh, horizontal elevator yet, so no. But oh, I'm man.
1: looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> but me and Drew don't live here; Steven does. This uh, is true. And uh, anyway, but let me tell you where you can find us when we're not here. If you just like miss the Varsity, you can go to Facebook at Varsity Radio Show.
0: You can go to Instagram at
2: varsity underscore radio underscore show and at uh, Twitter at varsity radio 885 and on TikTok at varsity radio show and podcast
1: everywhere. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Hey, we are so glad that you joined us. We absolutely love spending two hours with you every Tuesday. Same varsity time, same varsity place, but nothing here would be as good without Charburger. The Charburger, the home of the famous Chargrill Wildcat Burger Philly Cheesesteak and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings and B&B Video Games. Home of the 80's style arcade and video game retail store in the front. Uh, that is B&B Video Games appropriately placed by Pizza Hut. Where else do you put something from the 80's? I love it. Uh exactly anyway. it needs to be. We're so glad that you joined us today. We hope that you come back next Tuesday, 2.30 to 4.30, 88.5 JFM. We'll see you there.